Let's put the rad in radical. If you're looking to expand your life, then you've come to the right place. We're Amanda, Ali, and Reina, and each week we're setting the scene to level up our everyday lives in all areas. Mindset, lifestyle, community, and more. And we want you to come with. All right, everybody, welcome back to Let's Put the Brad in Radical. We are so excited for episode 20 today because we've brought with us an incredibly special guest and really dear friend, Rooney Bloom. He is here to chat with us all about the amazing ways that observing and examining plants and caring for plants and how that can really teach us about humanity and how it can serve us as humans and how that translates in such a powerful way. Um, Rooney, thank you for taking any amount of time to meet with us, but we would love for you to introduce yourself to our listeners and share a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm really excited to, to be on here. I'm honored, so thank you. Um, and hello. Rooney Bloom here, um, coming at you from zone 5B um, for all you gardening freaks. Um, that's the, the growing place I'm at. I'm a, let's see, I'm a multifaceted, ever learning and growing observer. Um, I am um, day to day, a plant teacher and a plant parent. Uh, working to learn from others and teach others. Uh, I have a one acre fresh cut flower farm that I bought at the end of September, 70% uh, which is flowers, 30% which is edibles, consumables, medicinals, herbs, so everything from tomatoes to tobacco. I'm looking at growing cotton. I'm so excited so people can experiment with cotton somehow. You know, there's a lot of elderly folks who like to spin and knit. And so I'm also gonna be growing things like indigo, um, Mexican marigold. These things you can also use to naturally dye fabrics. So now I'm obsessed with seeds for me are power. And maybe that's a little bit more the masculine side of me, but holding the, like having a seed and being like, when I'm ready, I will give you water and warm you up and you can grow a plant, That's, come on, it's, it's, it's incredibly powerful. It is. I, I, wanted, I want to just say this before I forget, you just mentioned how having seeds can be so connective and create a feeling of power. And it seems like you've just had years and years to be able to cultivate that love, like that, that loving relationship with growing something from seed. Um, you know, and even having had family influence that passion for you right down to scents that remind you just from those yellow roses, right? So what about somebody who will claim that they kill every plant they touch or they don't have that green thumb? They're like, I, I everything I bring into this house, I can't even keep like an air plant alive type of thing. How, how would you suggest someone get started if they feel almost terrified of the power that that seed like holds almost? Yeah, um, you know, and we're restricted, so restricted to the English language. Sometimes I'm like, well, I will draw it for you or I'll show you or let me encourage you to shop at a local garden center and make an attempt to. And beginning with that attempt, because the I can't or the I won't or the I kill everything. So I'm like, there's your declarative, you know, your declarative, your declaration you're making about how you're showing up already. I'm like, don't do it. You just said it, you said you kill every plant. You now have a responsibility to not buy a plant. 
um, I am on my third brick and mortar location. And when somebody walks in and they say that, I'm like, hey, the first thing you got to do is understand that you can and that you're the manipulator of that environment. And I think what I mean when I say power is the power to exert authentic love without the afraidness of being judged for that authenticity. And so what I mean is like being able to be like, oh my gosh, so if I water every day and then I know how much sunlight it needs, and then when I know that it blooms, that it needs to have some type of pollination process in order to process this bloom or fruit and that power of love. And so when you do that, you feel like you're like, okay, when I nurture something, like what if that were our relationships? When I, if, if I nurture something to this, every single habitat and space that this partner, lover, mom, dad, sister, brother, aunt, uncle, niece, nephew, everybody in your life plants, when people break it down to a simple level, what do you need to do? And that's nurturing it. Um, that's nurturing nature. And so that's, that's kind of this power. And so I ask people to begin to consider their language change and then probably two things, which would be reflection and observation, mostly observation. And those things are really, they're almost like hyper words, right? Everyone's like reflecting. I'm just reflecting today and just sitting here reflecting. And I remember I was a science teacher. I was like, all right, now in your science project, write your reflection. What is everything I need or someone else needs that I can control that power thing versus a seed? Because sometimes with humans, it's a little bit more intense, right? We didn't grow up with everybody we're in love with. So we have to consider how they grew up. We have to consider maybe what makes them thrive. So um, I tell people to consider everything, the environment and making those decisions because the plant is cute doesn't mean it's going to grow great in your place. Because you like the big leaves and it's so nice and you've got the money for the exotic thing doesn't mean you know how, whatever. Because you have direct light doesn't mean you can have any plant. And it doesn't necessarily mean you can put cacti in the direct light either. So I ask people to observe and reflect. And um, I spent a lot of time in my backyard looking. I spent a lot of time looking at maps, bird's eye views, um, and again, same thing with us. Like, what is a bird's eye view of when you translate that to being a human being? It's the same thing as it is at my farm. Going back, like, what is it? What is everything going on in order to make the conditions at this little space, at this longitude and latitude? Same thing for human beings. What is everything going on in order for me and why I'm showing up this way today? And sometimes I'm like, fuck it. I'm showing up this way today. Screw it. This is the way I'm cho choosing to show up today. I need it. I need to yell and I'm going to be grumpy. And I need my space probably with that because it's inappropriate. And I know as an adult, I need to remove myself from the situation. Sometimes exercise, sometimes music, you know? So that's what I tell people to do, um, to go back to your question, Amanda, is to consider all the conditions in order to make the best habitat for that plant when you're translating that to plant talk. Um, and that's outside too. Because you have a beautiful space off your patio or a lovely pot doesn't mean you can have tomatoes might mean you're gonna have lettuce or a squash instead of a pepper because they all require different conditions. You can do it right. You can still find something that you can grow and eat and love. It's just gonna be something different. And modify the space with a plant. Invest in a light. Um, shop locally first, see if you can find a grow light and then you're gonna have to probably search in other places because they're doing it very cheaply. 
And it starts with an A. I'm not going to finish the rest. There's a company, large company, very large, starts with an A. They ship and deliver to your front porch. Even the afternoon of the morning, you order something creepy. And um, there's lights you can get to manipulate the space. Same as having a heater. But consider that as you change with the season, so does the plant conditions. So you may not, it may not be best to repot a plant during the middle of winter because the days are short and you receive less sun. How does the plant grow? Fourth grade, talk. Photosynthesis. You have to consider how much light there is. Move it closer to the window, move it further away. Are its leaves thicker? If its leaves are thicker, that's indicative of something that's probably more of a succulent. All cacti are succulents, but not all succulents are cacti. I just like the word succulent. I don't, that's kind of, that, that's all I had to con contribute. I'm, I, I'm learning so much. And Rooney, you and I are both teachers. Uh, you're an ex-teacher, but still a, a, a teacher of the world of plants and education. But I'm wondering, I think the best teachers are also the ones that still assume the role of a student, meaning that we're always still open for learning. Anybody that thinks they know everything and they call themselves a teacher, I find very presumptuous. Yeah. Well, and it's a common misconception that humans under, that, that a lot of people think, oh, it's a plant, that's so simple, it's green, duh. And you're like, okay, good luck. Yeah, good luck, my friend. But that, that's what I'm, I'm wondering though, what is the best lesson as you always are assuming the role of the student when you honor planting, when you honor the seedling process, when you honor- Consider your capacity, observe yeah. your space and then consider your capacity. Do you have space, you know, do you have space in your, do you have space for a plant? Do you have a cat that's going to destroy every leaf on your plant and going to urinate all over everything? A lot of people do. Do you have a dog, a boxer that's going to just paw your pot over and it's exploding everywhere because it's just a dog and whatever they do? <laughs> yeah, that happens, you know? And so observing your space, what's going on? Do you have, can you have it on the floor? Can you hang it from the ceiling? Um, is there some type of modification you can make in order to have the plant that you want? Yes, then great, you can have your plant, you know? And similar to us, you know, what, what can we do in order to be able to experience that, if you will? Um, but what would you say is the best lesson that plants have taught you? Oh, goodness. I haven't learned it yet. Mm. I haven't learned it yet. I'm doing this till I'm dirt. I'm going to be doing this until I am dirt. I mean, can I ask at what moment you realized though, that it was more, cause I think, you know, people listening are going to be, are going to be like, cool plants. Like, but when did you realize there was, it was deeper than just the plant? When did you realize that connection yeah. to you and to the earth when, and your body, you know, everything access to resources. I think when I had the freedom to be able to build a space for plants, and see the variety, right? Because when you're not learning, you're kind of stagnant. You're like, you're comfortable. You're like, this is good. And then after a while, you've been so comfortable that you're like, that's when things aren't good. That's when you don't get in a good space. But when you're challenged, even if you're exhausted after that, even though you have, if you have to go through emotions through that, you know, even if sometimes your plant looks hella bad for a minute, everything turns brown before you're like, shit, I've been watering it too much because it's in a pot that doesn't drain, whatever. You may be able to make a change 
it's, it's not necessarily always too late sometimes for plans, but we're much more resilient, right? And that, that language is, you know, you have to take that, but you know, there's, there's things that you can do in order to, so I just, I think the access to resources, I think when people have the freedom to be able to buy a new plant or to order new seeds, because they know they're from a healthy local source that's doing good. Um, and so when I be able to, when I was able to, I think put something in the ground and see the power of the sun, you know, right? You feel good. A lot of people feel good when they get out in the sun and they go back inside or the next day and they're like, I feel good. It feels so good. The sun was out, you know, people praise the sun for ages, ages they've praised the sun, you know, and we know we wouldn't be here without the sun. So I think that was probably a huge clip for me is the seed thing, going back to the seeds, is being able to order seeds and start small. And guess what? If you're like, well, I don't know what seeds to order, you start with, what are your conditions like? Reflect and observe. Do I have a space to do that? How can I manipulate the environment in order to grow seeds? Do I need to buy a reptile aquarium heating mat so that I can throw that on the side of my room and throw my seed tray on top? Yep, I have one. I can set the temperature to 68 degrees. So I throw my seeds right on top. It's like a nursery, nursery, not only for, you know, it's a perfect environment. So I think it was that, that connection too. And I also think it's the willingness to fail forward. Um, I am fertilizing my farm with tree tea, which is um, in collaboration with Beatrice cremation, which is water cremation, which is a third style of uh, afterlife care, um, separate from a fire cremation or a uh, casket burial. It's, um, it's called alkaline hydrolysis. And being able to constantly grow and learn something um, has led me to meeting people authentically, I think. And so I'm using this treaty to fertilize my farm. And it's such a beautiful process because the, what farmers and growers purchase on a commercial level to fertilize their farms are commercially produced in these factories, right? And now, you know, I'm exploring beginning things that everybody has a unique meaning around, which is death in this case. Um, and a different feeling towards, and it's all gonna happen to us. And when I think we can embrace things that we're willing to learn about. And so I think, Raina, when I have made mistakes and failed, or I've learned and researched in new ways and kind of taken the, you know, the bull by the horns, if you will. Um, is that a thing? Is that a word? Is that a phrase? Bull by the horns? Yeah. I, um, okay, good. I feel, again, it's probably back to that power of I can make the decisions of what seeds I'm going to grow and what foods I'm going to grow or what flowers I'm going to have or what I'm going to share. Because most of the time I'm giving it away. I'm giving, I'm trying to figure out a way to get my, giving my stuff away. I have a countertop full of eggs right now, Raina. I have, I'm yeah, on my way. Yeah, I have, you know, I'm always looking to give away these things. So I think learning to grow and being willing to grow both literally and metaphorically has allowed me and gives me that continued like pleasure, norepinephrine, dopamine, serotonin, whatever it is, because even when the seasons change, right? You know, in the winter is tough for me. February is usually the worst month. Hello, we're on the second day, second day, day number two, but I feel pretty good. <laughs> I feel pretty good. Yesterday was a different day, but I feel pretty good. And 
knowing that what if every day was so good? Yuck, you know, whatever, that would be weird. How would I be stimulated? How would I be growing? How would I be able to observe and reflect on how I was doing well or what wasn't doing well, what needed to be, what variable needed to be manipulated? Am I getting watered too much? Is the fertilizer too dense on my soil? Is there too much sun or not enough? You know, what's going on with the situation in order to do that? And so, um, and I think it continues to be seeing the new growth, seeing the blooms, knowing that my care has fostered the health of a plant makes me excited every day too. Because when you see new growth, you're like, yes, Amanda, I've seen on your page, you're like the leaf, the leaf, you're, you're, what is it? Yes. A bird of paradise, I think. Yes. I have a white bird of paradise right now, literally unfurling as we speak right now. Yeah. Really? This new leaf is yep. coming out and my fiddle leaf fig three are all coming out. All January 27th of last year, I was sitting in my living room. I'm not kidding. And I was watching a movie with my friend, Alexis, Alexis, and the leaf literally went, and it went, and I was like, did you see that? She was like, yeah. And I was like, Whoa! like, it was just like the craziest thing ever. Like besides wind, like this, I saw this plant move. It moved by itself and was amazing. So I, I'm so excited. I call them bops. I love, a, I love a good, I love a big full bop. Oh, bird, I have to just tell you. Yes, that bird of paradise. We also last year caught, or actually I think it was within so yeah, somewhere in 2020, we caught our white, uh, our white bird of paradise producing another leaf, which by the way, that plant is like over six foot five at this point. It, it towers over my man, super tall. Like, I mean, it dwarfs me. I'm <laughs> so tiny it's beside beautiful. it. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And it's funny because we were on our way just to, to clean up the kitchen. We were just tidying up in there. Then all of a sudden we heard that sound like a pop. And we we're like, <laughs> and, then, and we turn around and we see that it had just unfurled a little bit. So he says, grab the tripod. I'll get my phone, get the time lapse. We start time lapsing the unfurling of this leaf. And I mean, I even have it on my page somewhere. I know I do. And it was amazing. And so we, we listen, that feeling, I, I get it. It's such an exciting celebration. And we tend to celebrate the unfurling of a leaf without any hesitation. And what you're sharing here is incredibly powerful. I hope our listeners are receiving this. You know, Rooney, you've touched on our connection to sun. You've touched on our connection to hydration and, and self-reflection and self-observation. You've even tied this into language and death and the way that it all marries together to nurturing, not just our well-being, but our continuous growth, our continuous self-assessment to see what we need, where we're at, and what season are we even in. And I want to know, what in this last year, like you would have just referenced this year. My leaf unfurling was probably one of the highlights of my year, if I'm going to be totally Then you've got to put out a new leaf is important, right? You know, yes, yes. as soon as that one leaf comes out, another one pops up because it's like that, that stagnant part I talked about. There's a new leaf and you're like, yay. Yes. And then you're like, woohoo. Yeah. You can't seven months later be like, look at this leaf. It's no. awesome. You're like, time for something new. And then you put out a new leaf. So go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you. but <laughs> well, No, but that's exactly it is that you, you just watch yourself continually evolve and you've tied it into our very connected stance in our experience of life. And so let's draw it into a little bit more of how we navigate 
our own growth and how we navigate maybe our stagnant moments or our stagnant seasons. What would you say to someone who is feeling a bit like they haven't produced that new leaf in a little while? And how can we allow what you've just shared here about plants and our celebration and our observation of plants to guide us through maybe a challenging period of time in our in our lives? Like, what have you maybe observed in terms of how that translates to navigating tough years, tough months, challenging situations where we don't necessarily find that new leaf to celebrate? I think we need to first figure out which way we're going to be able to receive and understand our reflection first. Um, and I'll break that down so people can understand that. And so when we say, oh yeah, I can think about everything. I can think about everything in my life that's doing good. Yeah, I'm a little bit stressed at work and whatever. It's like, well, are, are you identifying? Are you understanding? Are you identifying? Are you understanding what could be manipulating your health? Are you understanding? Are you just observing and watching that go by? You know, in meditation, I imagine all my feelings as in clouds and I'm just watching them float around so I can get them out of myself for a minute. Are you able to, you know, maybe remove your ego a bit to understand and, and reflect without that barrier that's going to allow you. And that could be having open time with your partner and saying, Hey, look, I need to be vulnerable and I need, you know, what's going on. I, I need some reflection. Is that how you're going to be observed? Is that how you're going to observe and reflect? Is it, is it writing it down? Is, are you, a, do you need to journal? Do you, is that, does that benefit you? Um, I think many times Ali and you know, this students, we're students. Students need to advocate for how they learn and how they will receive and absorb the information. And just because they're hearing it and they're 18 years old and an adult doesn't mean they need and should understand it. I'll tell you what, I hear lots of stuff as a almost, you know, as a, as a grown man. And it's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I don't receive because it wasn't put out in the format. I, I, I adapt, right? That's the maturity, right? So I think it's figure out first, how are you going to be able to reflect without your ego a little bit? Second, what does that reflection process look like? And you got to make time for that. Um, it can be a struggle to make time for that. I'll tell you what, because it goes back to, even though sometimes it's not appropriate to lash out or be grumpy, I can make the space, right? I can make the space to be alone. But if I can't reflect and make changes on that and spend time investing in thinking about all of the variables manipulating my health, my mental health, all, uh, every aspect of your health, every aspect of your health, your mental health falls into every part of who you are. So what we need to do is to be able to, again, figure out a way that we can be told this information and then look at it, look at it, spend time with it. How does one change that? You can read books on that. You can listen to podcasts on that. You can talk to friends about that. What does it come down to self? You, me, freedom here. And so you can do everything you want. Surround yourself with all the people. But when you go home, if you're not thinking about it and you're not showing up for it, 
having three shitty days and then one good one and then 10 awful ones, five good ones, another good one, two more bad ones, you know? And then knowing, okay, what's going on here and identifying that, great, okay, it's a season. I've not been getting outside. Oh, I haven't been nourishing my body. Oh my gosh, I've been getting no exercise. Oh my gosh, I haven't been reading. Oh my gosh, I haven't talked to anyone I love, my family. Oh my gosh, my best friend. I have not spoken to them. My niece or nephew, oh, that letter I've been meeting to write. That person I've been meeting to tell thank you to. All these types of things, if you don't make time for that, nothing. And that's what's happening is we don't got the time. Guess what? The days aren't getting longer. No one's making the day longer. The only person manipulating your time. You, you. I used to always say I'm so busy. <laughs> that's yeah, what I was just going to say. I wanted to, I'm like, we're just, everyone's too busy. No one's slowing down to take the time to learn about the plant, to learn not, about themselves. Yeah, to do you're going to always that. be busy. I'll be like, I always tell people that they're like, sorry, I've been so busy. I couldn't call you. I'm like, so busy. Everyone's so busy. I'm, I'm so busy too, but guess what? You make the time. You make the time and you literally say that at the end of the day, I'm a human. And I need to do what feels good to me. And you spend the time running outside. You know, sometimes I, I don't want to do the exercise when it's really cold, but I have to put up my chickens because I don't want them to get eaten by the coyotes at night. That's my problem. So as soon as I step outside, I'm like, I'm thankful. I can take a deep breath with my lungs. <sighs> It feels so good. And then I haul my ass to the chicken coop at the back of my acre, close up that chicken coop. And then on the way back, I'm like, I'm, I turn it into like a gratitude walk. And I go back inside and I feel better. It's whatever it is, it's observing it. Or I could be like, it's cold, it's cold, I hate this, I hate this. And I could go back in and bitch about it. Six months later, my chickens aren't getting tended to because I've showed up and I haven't liked that. What do you and want? And there's the language again, yeah? It's the language. And it's, you know, it's the internal voices too, right? Um, and a lot of what we create, and it's a lot of, it, it, it can be the, the relationships we hold up to. Some of us, sometimes I haven't felt stronger than the powers that be in a lot of my personal relationships, could be family members, best friends. And I've been like really sabotaged, you know? I'm like, damn. But now after learning a, a letter that starts with a B boundaries and being able to advocate for my boundaries, and reflecting upon what does that mean? And that's being very clear, maybe taking the little emotional part about it out for a minute, setting clear boundaries. How wonderful. Boundaries don't happen tomorrow or tonight. They happen over weeks too. So it's all about being able to reflect. It comes back to being able to be like, huh, why am I feeling this? And it does not happen overnight. And again, it's, it's forever, it's forever. And I think when we have time to reflect and it's hard, I don't have kids, but I can imagine 50% of us have kids here on this, on this, on this call. And I'm sure a lot of people listening have kids too. And I, I don't know what that means and I can't speak for that, but guess what? Unless your kids are going somewhere, the days aren't going to change. Neither is the time that you have with every day. It's cliche. 500, 25,600 minutes. You know, I love that uh, Broadway show. So, um, rent, rent. So, you know, and I can sing that. We can talk about Kinky Boots too. But, you know, I, so it's, it's whatever you do with it. Guess what? If you want to shit it away for a day, you might have to sometimes. I do sometimes. But some days you have to show up too. You got to show up. And that grit part is going to teach you in order to do the rest. And it's the same thing with plants. You got to show up. You're manipulating its environment. Unless you're walking in the prairies or in the woods, 
you're manipulating a plant's environment in your backyard with a seed, with a house plant, with a succulent, and you have to be prepared that you have the conditions in order to take care of that. Same thing with yourself, you know, same thing with, and I think it's probably ever evolving with kids. No one's perfect. I'm sure that's, that's a whole nother conversation that you guys would have <laughs> is that you can't show up necessarily all the great time for your kids. And then it comes in like self-sabotage of like, oh my gosh, I cannot do this. I feel it sometimes with my dog. Yeah. I noticed it so much is just, it is the two things. It's paying attention and then communication. Like communication has been a big thing for me that I'm just like, I didn't realize there were such gaps in that. You know what I mean? And it does tie, it's crazy just hearing you talk. It does tie so much back to plants. And it makes me think the people that are like, I can't grow a plant, I can't do this, I can't do this. It's like, no, you don't pay attention enough. You're not communicating enough. You're not, you know what I mean? There, are, It's very obvious, the checklist. And, and I think there's also another fine line of understanding that people who have big and beautiful plants doesn't mean that they are an understanding of the ability to do that inside for themselves as well. So you take every case as it is, right? Because sometimes, you know, never judge a book by its cover, if you will. So you got to take the time to do each situation because you can fertilize a plant, give it all the right conditions, but it doesn't mean it's necessarily going to produce fruit or it's going to produce all the branches that should and be as dense and thick. So you could break it down into all the silly things about a plant and how long it'll grow and in the spring and these things, but you know, it, it all comes back to self. And, and once you learn how to take care of a plant, you know, there's never like, again, figure set the ego aside and understand that it's always, it's going to be on, this is forever. Once you commit to doing this, it's, it's always forever thing. And so like, I have pretty awful days sometimes. And sometimes I'm not a very nice person. <laughs> well, I want to just, you know, and that, and, so yeah, you reflect and observe and you make the changes of the environment, the variables, self-advocacy, communication, like you said, and then, and then you're done. Boom. So that's what I've got for plants, but it's all, it's all the same. Starting with the all tied together. Yeah. It's amazing. I, you know, and I just want to thank you for sharing all of that because it is insane just to take a step back and think about how connected it is. Um, when we don't really realize it. I have a plant shop though, right? (laughs) So on the surface, I have a plant shop, I sell plants. I have the local exotic, the rare stuff, you know, <laughs> but yeah, no. And I, I, I always will, you know, and I'll always chat, but sorry, I'll, I have a problem with cutting people off. Thank you. No, you're good. You're welcome. No, I, I mean, yeah, you've literally changed my life. And I, I, I already know the change internally that's happened just because I have been exposed to you who has exposed me to plants and the love for them and the care for them. And I even, you know, I'm pretty sure I messaged you you know, often I think I had a brown leaf the other day and you're like, what are the, do your checklist. How's the communication? How's the language? You know what I mean? And I'm like, I gotta just do my checklist. So it is, it's insane how tight it is to our well-being, you know. Rooney, can I also add, I mean, Ali and I were lucky enough to, to meet Rooney in person. Um, we did have the opportunity to travel <laughs> to Denver, Colorado, um, not too long ago, or it feels a million years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Two years. Oh my God, no, it's terrifying. Oh, I, anyway, well, what I know for certain is this at the time, I had been a brand new plant mom for about a month and a half or so. Like, I'd just gotten these plants and, 
And, and I can tell you that I was absolutely impacted by your passion, your knowledge, your willingness to be the student and to just have an open dialogue about how it relates to all of us to be somebody who's nurturing uh, a plant of any kind, because I'm telling you, I never realized how much I needed plants in my life until I finally brought them in and stopped those self-lamental beliefs, that language, that you know, that thought process behind, I don't know that I can do this. And now it, it really is like one of the brightest parts of my day to nurture our plants and to watch them grow and even to get, you know, to navigate the challenging moments um, with them because I swear, I feel like it has given me more, more patience for myself, especially over this last year that we've had. It's been a real lesson. So thank you for- Yeah, I'm going to say you're killing it, but you're not, <laughs> you know, and- Hey, it, the first step is being able to look retrospectively. I don't know, being able to look at it from that eagle eye view and being able to be like, huh, what am I doing? Because if you're not going to put time in to think about it, or you're not going to put time to like, when you get back, look at your pants and be like, oh my God, Rooney said this or, you know, whatever. And I learned too. A lot of people tell me, you know, I'm, I'm so glad we've hired an expert. And I'm like, listen, that is a threatening word. I am a learner. I'm a plant learner. I tell that to people and they're like, literally, they're like, I mean, you know, you know what the thing is, you know, you know, what, uh, yeah. So I, I, you know, but I, I'm very sure about that. I'm a plant learner, plant expert, who, where, what is the test of expertise? Can you tell me? I want to see that test. I want to see the test. I want to see the test. And did I get really good on the expert test or like, and does that fluctuate? So, you know, there's a whole thing. So I'm a, I'm a learner and um, I'm happy to always at, to offer that too. You know, sometimes I ask people for money. I'm like, you need to Venmo me. You've been emailing me twice a week for eight months about your. Yes. Boundaries. You know, I'm like, you need to Venmo me $25. I'm going to start doing that. Hey, you Good know, and it's Sorry. hey, it works every time. People are like, damn, you're right. You know, it's kind of like when kids like a little bit of authority, you know, they need some rules. They need some boundaries. They always come back. I'll tell you what, always come back. So I, I'm always going to be here advocating for the earth. I'm learning too, you know, and, you know, we can talk about wasting and stuff like that, but I hope that we can connect in person another time when we're all safe. Listen, oh, y'all come down here. Yeah, that's my dream. As soon as I can, <laughs> I've said it a million times, I'm running for the, the airport and I'm flying down. I think that, you know, as we're kind of wrapping, I just wanted to say that what I love is that it, we've been talking about plants, but you're a person that walks the walk that you're talking because it's not just like, I've got a couple seeds and I'm doing it in my backyard and I love it and blah, blah, blah. And I'm reflecting and stuff. You have um, a compassion for the planet, like you said. You have said the word local, shop local. You have used the word local so many times in this conversation. You talk about this, not just as something that's a growth, but also drawing it back to yourself. And I absolutely love, you know, that this is just not a simple task that you find enjoyment in, but you're really, you're, you've got chicken coops and you're, you bought land to back up your passion. And so I love it. It's very inspiring for me. How would people connect with you? I think that's yeah. something that if so, you listen to this, yeah. So yeah, Rooney Bloom is my Instagram handle. I'm not going to change it. Rooney underscore Bloom. It's, it's my persona, right? My name is Eric Rooney, but it's Rooney Bloom is my persona. So Rooney underscore Bloom. Um, 
And you know, sometimes I follow, sometimes I unfollow people. I wanna be very clear. Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I can't do this, unfollow. And the next day I'm like, and I'm sad, uh, follow. And then a few days later, I'm like DMs. I'm like, fuck no, do this. And then I'm like, unfollow, I feel ashamed. So I'm a human, you know, I wanna be very clear. Sometimes I've been seen in public and I don't know about you guys, sometimes it's like this weird thing. Like I fart and, you know, I, I poop and, you know, I burp and, you know, there's stinky parts about me and there's fun parts about me and there's icky parts about me. And I wanna be very clear, I'm, you know, there's all sort, I'm very dynamic. And so the reason why I bring that up is because it's not just plants guys. Sorry, it's not just plants what you're getting. And that's been transforming for me personally in my experiences that some parts of me show up, you know, and sometimes they're just different than other people. So I'm, I'm working through that. And I think I'm always going to be working through that. But it's Rooney underscore Bloom is my Instagram. My farm is halfmoonfarm.co. Um, and that's really fun to explore too, but Rooney underscore Bloom. And I, I'll give you all the plant questions too. And we can chat about it if you're local, if you're visiting. Um, I'd love to chat more about that. And again, learn. And I love when people teach me, hold me accountable, tell me what I need to do. Um, I love, and, and since everyone is dynamic and since everyone is different than me and how I show up every day, that's what I like to learn. And that's where I get to practice gratitude and be like, they're different than me and that's okay. And I can only control myself. Cool. And then, you know, everything seems a little bit better after that, but sometimes I want to control. So Rooney underscore bloom. Um, but yeah, I want to be clear that I'm just, just a learner and that manifests itself in plants, I guess. Otherwise I just sit and probably think all day, maybe have like some spa water. It's like cucumber infused with some raspberries and then just like chat with people. That would be the ideal life, but you know, capital, oh. capitalism. <laughs> last, yeah. Thanks for having me on again. I, I appreciate it. And um, more knowledge and information um, that I know and I can learn the better. So slide into my DM. That. That's, that's what we're here for. Um, that's why we started this podcast. That's why we named it. Let's put the rat in radical is because to actually practice these things is radical. A lot of people don't do it. A lot of people are too slow, too lazy, too unmotivated, too many excuses. So this has been a radical shift for me. Guys, if you feel the same, like, share, pass this on to your friends. We could not thank Rooney enough. And we hope to hear from you guys in the future. Do you have a plant? Tag us, tag Rooney. Share your growth with us here at Let's Put the Rad in Radical. Thank you, everyone. And thank you, Rooney. <laughs>